Suspend your disbelief. Let yourself be led down a path into the world of the paranormal, where ghosts, shadow people, cryptids, aliens, and all things supernatural dominate. Immerse yourself in a dimension of ominous trepidation with your hosts, Dan, Danny, and Rachel. Welcome to the Phantom Faction Podcast. Welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. And I'm Rachel. And Big Dan is uh, squatching. Yes. Can we call it squatching? Is that an actual word? It sounds interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Rachel, tell me your honest view on uh, Sasquatches. What do you think? Are they a real thing? What what does Rachel think about these things? (laughs) Um, That's a good question. I definitely think that there's stuff out there that we don't know. And uh, there's that mystery. So... Is mm-hmm. there a Sasquatch? Why not? There could be. I'm yeah. not going to say there's not. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm the same way. Um, you know, I I'm I wouldn't call myself a skeptic. It's all, and we've talked about on the show before. It's all related, uh, spirit wise, and right right through to Sasquatches to UFOs. Um, because the thing is, is that to get a picture of a spirit is almost impossible absolutely to get a picture of a sasquatch is almost impossible right i mean you've got people out there and you know there's some fakery going on and it's so easy to do now nowadays absolutely yes with all those apps out there i mean (laughs) you can get apps that put ghosts in pictures right yes yep and then people try to get them out there and go oh my gosh look what was behind you with you know (laughs) and uh, then it goes wild on the internet and um yeah, a lot of fakery that, that goes on. The whole Sasquatch thing, I've seen some pretty impressive pictures or film. They're usually from a way distance, which is probably good, because if there is a Sasquatch, it's going to probably <laughs> <laughs> chase you or whatever. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I just kind of believe, and I know what Dan believes as well is that they can actually make themselves invisible or set themselves at a certain vibrational rate that would make them disappear that you can't see them anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think that's totally possible. Why um, not, right? Cause with, um, sound waves with anything like that, high pitch frequencies, there's so much into that and there's so much that our ears can't hear. And our eyes. I mean, we don't see as good as a cat at night or, uh, you yeah, know, true. even dogs. Or, oh, yeah. We don't have the sense of smell that uh, animals do. So our senses as a human being, I think, are very limited. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where maybe a sixth sense comes in, <laughs> which they talk about. And uh, But where we wanted to go with this particular program was, uh, first of all, talk a little bit about Rachel. She's been with us now for... I would say seven or eight programs. I don't. I don't even know. It's <laughs> you've become part of the family. I was going to say part of the furniture. But <laughs> <laughs> furniture, nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, just to get you to know Rachel, um, I, if you've been listening or listening to the previous podcast, she was a guest on an earlier podcast. The story behind that. Uh, tell me about getting your your nails done or your eyelashes or something of when you. <laughs> Yeah, I was getting my my eyelashes done, and uh, that's when uh, the uh, well friend of mine now she uh, introduced me to the podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, we just sat there. Well, I laid there getting my lashes done, and she introduced me to it. We listened to a few episodes, and I'm like, well, I I know one of these people. <laughs> <laughs> you recognize my voice? I, I, Is that, yeah, I might have. <laughs> you, knew it, you knew it right away. Yeah. I did. I was like, oh, that's somebody I know. Anyways. Uh, we became friends, like I said, and um, little tidbits came out there where she learned that mm-hmm. I was a psychic medium. And, and as time went on, she's like, oh, you should you should email them and let them know what you do. And I was mm-hmm. like, ah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, one day I just was like, what the heck? I'm just going to send them a message and say, hey, how's it going? <laughs> right. And at the time... Uh, I was editing a podcast, so I had the headphones on, and then my phone went off, a message, and it was from Rachel, and it was one of these where we have to talk. I was like, (laughs) what? Now, just to set the story straight, too, um, 
Rachel and my stepdaughter uh, grew up together, went to school together, I believe. Yes, right? we did. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, Rachel, at a young age, was, you know, I'd come home from work. There she I was. was <laughs> what shows were you watching back then? I can't even oh, remember. Do you remember? Saved so, by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. Okay. <laughs> that was that the was show. It. Okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. They would be sitting there watching that. So, yes, I knew Rachel from uh, growing up. And uh, so it was rather unique when you contacted me. <laughs> and uh, we had been in touch, though, again, because we got involved with the theater group. Correct. Yes. Right. And your husband involved in that as well. Yeah. So then um, we invited you after that. We invited you on the program. Yeah. And um, we did two guests one in, in that particular night and um, found out quite a bit about you. That's where I think your name came out of because you... S- <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dan called the, uh, the podcast um, Closet Medium Rachel. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like, oh, I like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. It's completely fitting. Yeah. So, and the reason behind that, of course, is you weren't really... Coming out to say that you were a medium to a lot of people. No, no. Was it an embarrassing thing for you or what? Uh, Not embarrassing. Um, More of just a fear of, you know, what what are people going to say? Judgment. All those nasty things that you don't want, you know, people to have rumors about or anything like that. So I think the, well, the fear of, I know past generations it's been a taboo thing so right witchery whatever yeah, you know etc yeah. yeah and it was in in um, my family's background too for a while it was it was just taboo so it's mm-hmm. it was yeah it's kind of a yeah a fear <laughs> well uh, i tell you and i think all of us uh John and Dan and myself, when we started this program, it's like, okay, we don't want last names put out there or, you know, like, uh, you know, because people think we're weird or whatever, you know. <laughs> um, you know, we were a little hesitant sometimes in, in admitting who we were or whatever. But after about the first five, six programs, it's just like, and not that we still, we, we still just go by our first names, but... Um, you know, people, we answer on Facebook under our regular, you know, we, yeah. you know, it, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's out there. It's, uh, you know, if people want to think weird of us, they can think weird of us, but, <laughs> but I've never really had really negative people come to me and, and say, what are you doing with that program or anything? So. No, I've actually been quite surprised with how people reacted to me coming out of the closet um, being on the podcast, it's been so positive, and um, m- most people are like, "Oh, this is fascinating. Tell me more." Like it's it's a great conversation starter, and right, and uh, everybody seems quite interested. So it's it's definitely some a topic that maybe wasn't talked about for a while, but there's that interest now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. There's and with all the programs that are on television on the internet. You know, there's so many even YouTube programs right? Yeah. that are actually series, you know, that go on and uh, you can't watch them all. Like, a, no. you know, it's, <laughs> you know, and, and some are just for fun and, and some you can tell which ones take it very seriously. And, yeah. uh, uh, and you know what, that that's where sometimes <laughs> you can get the negative comments because people can hide on the Internet, right? Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And uh but no, we've had very good feedback with with the program. The podcast is has just been so interesting from day 1. First of all, we're all pretty unique characters. <laughs> um and and even John when when he was with us, I mean, he had the stories, but he was also very knowledgeable and he liked to read about things and liked to, you know, so he really added depth to uh, you know, some of the things that he was always curious about, you know, right, yeah. um, one of my favorite programs is, is when he was talking about, he was him and a bunch of friends when they were younger and his friend claimed that he could shut off streetlights anytime. Oh and, yeah. I remember this yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, it's a fascinating story, but you know, that this 
this kid could actually do it and proved to them that he could do it, right? And yeah, that was quite interesting. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, yeah. I'd just, like to see it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. But, but you know, so, you know, John was an interesting character. And um, when him and Dan would team up to, uh, to do their, which they called remote viewing, but it was, you know, well, I guess it is really. Yeah. There's different versions of remote viewing. But when they'd get together and put their minds together and go to these places to exit these bad spirits, you know, I wanted nothing to do. <laughs> it's like, you know what, I'll do my little podcast. I'm fine right here. Yeah. You know, uh, let those two guys do it. But they were very powerful at doing that. But yeah, uh, unfortunately, you know, John had some troubles and, and we believe it's spirit related. And, yeah. you know, we're going to keep in touch and, and see what happens there and love to have him back if he has any more stories and stuff. So. Oh, absolutely. So at that point, you know, it was just Dan and I. And then and so after we had you in as a guest, uh, I was sort of hinting to Dan that I thought might be nice to have a female presence. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And then it wasn't long after that that uh, Dan just popped the question to you, just <laughs> said, hey, you want to join us? And uh, yeah, and I, I wasn't even expecting that. Like, uh, you know, I kind of thrown hints his way, but yeah. <laughs> um, so it was nice to have the female presence and it's nice to have the mediumship, right? You know, the stuff that you were, you know, just pulling out, uh, talking about, uh, nailing the fact that it was my sister's anniversary, uh, <laughs> you know. I, I said it didn't surprise me, but it, it was like, this is great, you know. This, yeah, is, this, yeah. is, this is something else. And it was a lot of validation for you, I would think, too. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And it gave you more confidence. Every time it does, yeah. It's yeah. still, you know, I get validation from people I do reading from, and it, it, it just makes you feel more empowered and... Mm -hmm. And do you want to strive for more and better? So, right. yeah, it's, it is empowering. It's great. Right. And now we, we talk about being safe about the whole things. I mean, and I think you yourself, too, maybe you're like me. You'd rather stay on the, the good spirit side of things. Definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Uh, how do you how do you prepare yourself for for a reading? Anytime I have to do anything that uh, well, actually daily, daily I ground myself. Mm -hmm. So that's just a normal practice. So people are going to ask, how do you ground yourself? How do I ground myself? That's just through meditation. I uh, just go into a meditative state and I connect with above and I mm -hmm. connect below, which you know, rooting your your uh, feet in the earth soil and connecting to the core of the earth. I was so tap into mother earth's electric uh, field energy and mm -hmm. i do that by connecting like a, a cell phone cord to right. the energy and then connecting it to my my feet and when it's above you're just connecting your light you let it go up as high as it can possibly go so it just mm -hmm. never ends and so you're connected above and below so cell phone cord one end on your foot? Yeah, into the bottom of your feet, both of them, and then yeah. into Mother Earth's electric magnetic field. Oh, okay. Field. So the other end goes in the, yeah. in the earth. Okay. Yeah. My way is has just been getting out there in my, my bare feet. Right, yes. And, uh, into the grass. I, I don't do it often enough, but mm -hmm. um, that's something that, you know, every once in a while, you know, I walk out on the deck and it's just like, okay, shoes off and, you know. Yes. And go for a walk in the grass here when, you know, so, um, yeah, so that's kind of my way of grounding or going for a, a little walk where a lot of trees and stuff, you know, and just sort of gathering that energy. Yes. In, and you, you do, you feel it go through you, really. Absolutely. Yeah. I find, too, if I have, like, a lot of build-up negativity from the day, like stresses or something, a walk on a windy day just kind of feels like it's blowing the stress away. Right. So right. it's nice. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So then uh, a form of meditation. Yep. You said so. Yeah. And that is your form of meditation as well. The grounding. The grounding. Yeah. That's, that's, I'll just go in to do that. Mm -hmm. um, if I feel I need a different type of meditation to get prepared, I'll, I'll sit and just maybe do a quiet meditation or um, uh, grab out the Insight Timer app and use it for a meditation. But usually mm -hmm. once I'm grounded, I feel ready to go. 
Um, <clears throat> so then I will clean the space. I'll get my sage and Palo Santos out and clean the area, clean my notepad to just clear all the energy. So I'm starting with a fresh canvas, as I mm -hmm. say, and uh, the window's open. So all the, anything that was here from people being here or me in and out, right. it's now gone and I can invite in than the people that I'm yeah. reading so for. So you kind of open the door? Or? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I then I prepare my area, get my notebook out, and I do like almost like a little prayer. And I, I ask for protection for myself and the person that's being read. Uh, I um, invite in my mm -hmm. guides and their guides, and I ask for only like uh, messages that are for pure white light. I don't want anything negative. Yep. And, and then I invite in whoever wants to come and sit down and have a chit chat with me. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's yeah basically. Yeah. And you often get, uh, spirits coming a little early. Sometimes. Yeah. It's yeah. Sometimes I come, come home and there's somebody here and I'm like, Oh, I know that's probably for a reading that's happening tomorrow or <laughs> the next day. Yeah. I acknowledge them too, and I just, I uh, mm -hmm. just say, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get to you, and it's your turn. <laughs> right. You mentioned an app, the meditation app. What yeah. was that again? Insight Timer. Insight Timer. Yeah. yeah. I have heard of that, and uh, maybe downloaded it one time on an old, uh, another phone. But yeah. they seem to have meditations for everything. Everything. It, um, yeah. Like it's, it's music, it's listening, but there's also, I think, like stuff you can read as well, or I. I I can't really remember um, there, there how There probably is stuff yeah. you read. Um, it, it's yeah. got uh, pro, like 10 day programs, 30 day programs, uh, just something yeah. you want to do today. Like it's, right. it's full and like thousands and thousands of meditations. Yeah. I remember going to it and thinking, I don't even know where to start here. You right. Know, but yeah. but uh, <laughs> it does divide it up actually in many different ways of, of the way of what you really want. Yeah. Yep. Out of the out of your meditation, is it you just want to relax, or is it you just mm -hmm. yeah? Maybe you're not sleeping well, so you want to yeah sleep meditation and pop that on before you go to sleep. Yeah, there's tons. <laughs> right. um, saging, and I had this question asked to me of whether I've ever saged or you know done anything like that, and and I said no. You know, like I've never done it. I'm not against it, but I'm always afraid I'm going to burn the house down or something. <laughs> so. I, I sort of stay away from fire, but uh, is it safe? Is it? Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. Um, you have it in a controlled dish. So some people use a shell. Um, I don't have one right now. I just use a yeah. large tray. But anyways, yeah. you just, you light it and it's, it doesn't stay on fire for very long. And it, it's just the smoke that comes off of it. And then when you're done, a lot of times it's hard to actually keep it mm -hmm. lit. So right. you have to sometimes re-light re it and relight it, but for the most part, it'll stay lit long enough that you can do what you need to do, like even if you're just saging yourself. And then if it still kind of has, um, you know, the uh, ambers on it, you can just right. um, put them out on your little dish and it's, yeah, okay. it's fine. So it, it's not like you're leaving it to burn unattended. Right. So, yeah. It's not like a torch. No, <laughs> and it's not on fire. Like it, it's, yeah, you put it out. Just like the Palo Santos, like you light it, it's a piece of wood, yep. and it will catch fire, but it's it's also a hard one to keep lit. Yep. So once it's going, then yeah, it just it's just little ambers that die out really quickly. So yeah, yeah Tony from Ship actually gave me what is it called Palo, Palo Santos? Palo Santos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love the smell of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I've actually put it in in my drawer by by my bed there, and uh, every time I open the drawer, it's like. Mm, that smells good. Right. It's almost yeah. like a cedar wood, you know, like it's got yeah. a distinct smell. Yeah. yeah. Love it. <laughs> so, uh, and they even say with uh, Palo Santos that um, you don't have to light it all the time because it does have the scent. So yeah. it just, you can uh, take it for protection around the room. And again, I think it's the whole thing, whether you're saging or whether you're using Palo Santos, you have to connect with it. Yeah. Yeah. To know what you're doing. You can't just light it and go, okay, there, good no, enough. Exactly. It's that intention, <laughs> which we've talked about many times on the show. Yeah. It, you're putting that intention out. Like, I walk around and I'm saying, you know, I'm clearing this space so that I can mm -hmm. have a, a you know, clear area for the reading and I don't want anything left behind. And so I kind of shoo out what's not allowed to be here and, yeah. and then invite in the good. Right. So... 
getting back to okay so you've now prepared yourself for for a reading uh, i want to go back a little bit though were you frightened the first time you did a reading uh, or you know or did you practice on family members or friends or how did you get the confidence to go ahead with this oh well so it really kind of started as a party trick but I mean like a party trick years and years ago as a little kid I'd be Mm -hmm. like like on the school bus playing games like let I can guess what card you have like with playing cards so that's where Mm -hmm. really like that was the beginning um (laughs) we would yeah get the cards out and I'm like okay you hold it up in your head and I'll tell you what card it is yeah and then it you know got a little harder we added little harder things and then it turned into give me your hand I'm gonna read your palm and I did palms for a long long time sorry yeah and I used to be like for entertainment purposes only yeah (laughs) And it was it was a lot of fun, and we got a lot of giggles out of it. And um, then I got a little bit older, and and uh, it was I'd start with the palm reading, and then it would be like somebody else was there, and I'd be like, I'm hearing something, and then I'd tell them what I heard, or mm-hmm. or then I started seeing things, and right. and so it kind of just grew from there and um then the party trick was now you know we're sitting around and mm-hmm. oh so and so that looks like this who whose is that and then you know either friends would be like oh my goodness that's so and so so it started getting some validation going through and, yeah, yeah yeah it just kind of grew from that and yeah. and uh, all the while you're thinking to yourself are these people thinking i'm strange or <laughs> they, they're having fun with it though right yeah, so completely yeah. i was I would be nervous too, like when I saw something and it depending on who was around, if I would say something. So a lot of the times I'd just sit there and keep mm. quiet, <laughs> but I would, you know, notice what was going on and have a little conversation on my own. And that would, that was fine. But, um, if I was comfortable with the people I was around, I would, I would let little bits out mm. and usually that surprised people and they're like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm interesting and it didn't really go too much but um then some of my friends were quite encouraging and the little party trick got Mm -hmm. pushed a little bit more and they're like oh oh who else do you see or tell us more this person wants you to tell them something now and so yeah just right it it got more advanced as time went on and yeah yeah and actually i would say it wasn't i wasn't comfortable coming just out and telling people things it was my friends that would coaxed it the whole time uh-huh. and it was them that were the ones that you need to be doing this like this right so you started to take it a bit more serious that's when you looked yeah. into the meditation and the you know kind of preparing yourself and, yeah and, and i think it, it it helped and you know some people with the mediums and stuff that were on television, you know, a lot of people had said, oh, they're all, you know, that's Hollywood, you know, they're just making it up. But I I don't agree with that. I think Hollywood certainly had a lot to do with it to carry a story for 30 minutes because you're not going to be yeah. reading people for, you know, all that time. But, um, but I think that probably helped different shows like uh, that, that you could say, yeah, that's what I do, or I could help people, or, you know, to give you that a little more confidence. And then you start to learn by reading their books or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure that's what uh, you probably did. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You know, and I feel sorry for the ones that get exposed as, uh, say, celebrity mediums, because now they're under pressure to give a prediction and, you know... Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why a lot of them will go, well, I'm, you know, I'm 90% or I'm 60% or whatever, <laughs> right? Like, uh, you know, to kind of give them, give them an out a little bit. But uh, I think it helps other mediums, though, to say, yeah, I, you know, I, I relate to that, that lady that does these readings, you know, and, and then it helps. Um, how about you as a, as a medium yourself and the stuff that you learned? Have you gone to other mediums and? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Was um, it a learning thing for you, or was it curiosity about? The first one I went to, 
was more the curiosity because um, that was when my friends were really pushing me, you need to go be doing this. So I was like, okay, I'm going to book a, a medium and see if they pick up anything and mm. maybe help me direct where I should be focusing or something, right? So I did go to a lady and it was maybe five minutes into the reading and she's like, you know, you can do this stuff, right? <laughs> That's all right. Oh, good. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, okay, so now I know why you're here. <laughs> yeah. So in it, that turned out to be a great reading because um, she gave me a lot of information that I turned around and had to look at myself at for. And it's like, okay, this is where I need to maybe do some work. And then she gave me tidbits, you know, how to, how to work on myself, how to gain a little more confidence. And the best part was she, she was just there. She said, you know, just call me if you have any questions oh, or good. concerns. Good, yeah. So she, um, she really opened the door cause it was probably like a couple months down the road that she sent me a message and said, I know you're learning and you're trying to figure things out. And I've got a couple other girls that are are trying to figure things out too. Do you guys want to meet each other? And I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. So now I'm able or was able to get together with like-minded people and we shared stories. Mm -hmm. And from there it, I learned that not everybody sees things like I do or hears things right. or um, like I can, I can draw things too. And, and it was just amazing listening to them tell things that I thought was everyday normal. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, that that's not. So it's like, Oh, <laughs> right. So now I can focus on those little things that I didn't know weren't yep. normal everyday currents for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, so that really opened my eyes and, and I just like, I've right. learned so much now from, from yeah. them and, yeah. And, yeah. So not all psychics, uh, mediums, uh, see the same things or hear no. the same things or handle it the same way. Yep. Everybody's different. Everybody's got their own little talent. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Like the one girl, she can write novels of information and it's just like being downloaded to her and just right. phenomenal stuff that she comes up with. Yeah. She blows my socks off. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. Like they're... Yeah. Lots of talent, and it all comes out so differently. And I think it's just like however uh, you express yourself the best is maybe how it comes out the best. Mm -hmm. Like I could never write a novel of stuff. I I, I don't right. like writing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my first problem. But yeah. uh, I, I I like to draw. I like to mm -hmm. talk to people, and so and I like to help. So right. there's my key. I love helping people, and and seeing that in people's eyes when you're giving them information and it's either healing them or they're feeling some love. It's like, that is so passionate. It's just like, wow, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, what do you see or what do you feel or what do, where, how do you get these messages from the spirits for people? <laughs> and, and you know, it could be different it, every time, eh? I don't it, know. Yeah, for the, it is different. Sometimes, and I even do this in my readings, I tell people, I don't know how I'm going to get the information. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're going to have to play Pictionary. Okay. <laughs> right. And I'm like, you're going to have to help me out. If I get something weird, I'm going to tell you because yep. I don't get it. And we'll figure it out together. Sometimes it's like somebody's like having a conversation in my ear and it's just... And, and then I have to be like, I just have to say what they're saying because it's coming so fast. If I don't, right. I'm going to mess it up. And there's other times where I'll see people and they'll be like, like almost hinting at things. So again, there, there's the Pictionary, but it's more like they might like point at you and like point at glasses or something. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, why are they showing me their glasses? You know, like right. it's, it just, it, it all depends. Sometimes I get it like two things at once and it, it's it's mm -hmm. like okay so right now I'm getting a picture but then I also see them so <laughs> right yeah it's right so so you're actually visioning it maybe your third eye yeah is visioning or getting a message of of the spirit themselves mm -hmm. and they're connecting I guess with uh, sometimes they they speak but sometimes it's just showing you stuff yeah I, I think maybe you know, and I've read some books and stuff too that uh, 
it's all it's tough for them to communicate too sometimes yeah some some find it much easier uh depending i think on the connection with the medium but it's like okay uh maybe they're learning too right absolutely i totally think that yeah especially if it's somebody that's passed on just recently it's gonna take them some time to figure out how to communicate but they're definitely gonna try right right so yeah there's power behind that as well yeah so as you mentioned you get these messages and then it's right get it to the person that's sitting there or, yeah. <laughs> or online or whatever mm-hmm. that's having the reading. So, uh, so yeah, you're just interpreting what you see. Yeah. And I, I find it amazing. And, I, um, both my sisters have had readings and, uh, so impressive of, of what you came up with for them. And, uh, there's still stuff that you threw out there that maybe they didn't realize at first. Right. But it comes to them later, and it's just, oh, now I know what Rachel was talking about, or, you know, or the message that she got, right? Right, yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, I, I I think that's that's pretty cool. And I think a lot of people that go to, to mediums, a lot of times when they get that message and think, I don't know what you're talking about, you know, like, and then later it's just like, you know, oh, I know. I always say, if it doesn't make sense, write it down, because yeah. it might down the road, even if this sounds like crackers right now yeah it's like you never know they're telling it to me for a reason or they're giving it to me for a reason so just just mental note it (laughs) yeah yeah exactly i had um my my mom and and my sisters we used to go and had a a good friend in guelph um and she's passed away now her name was diane lily she was a, a medium and she was a fascinating lady and became good friends with my mom and and sisters and uh, oftentimes i would take my mom down to guelph so we could uh, so i'd get a reading while i was there <laughs> and i don't know how old i was when i started doing this but uh, but she nailed things that made no sense to me when i was like 18 17 18 right and then down the road it's like oh my gosh right like because <laughs> i wrote everything down right and okay. then i go through it and it's just like wow she nailed that she nailed that <laughs> and one thing that she always told me was uh like every time that i went there and we went there quite often but she always mentioned a second property for me she goes you have a oh. second property and i'd be like no i don't <laughs> And she goes, well, keep that in mind. You're going to have a second property. And I was like, okay. Now, it still hasn't happened yet. But, uh, you know, I always keep that in mind. It's just that was one of the things that she did say continuously every time I was there that hasn't happened yet. So, oh, wow. So I'll have to see if I ever end up with a second property. I don't know how I'm going to afford it. But, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and uh, I got a friend of mine in high school that uh you know i used to talk to him about going to see this psychic and you know because at the time i mean this is back in the 80s right right yeah late 70s and 80s i mean not really accepted too much you know (laughs) Uh, but uh he would go with me and and we used to make like we'd always say okay diane we're coming to guelph and we want the last booking because we'd always sit there and chat with her for hours afterwards, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's just a fascinating lady. But but her method was using playing cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right? exciting. And just a regular deck of playing cards. She'd just have us uh, touch them, shuffle them, uh, split them, and then she would set out, I believe, like it started with 10 or 11 cards, 10 cards, I think, and then it went down to 7 cards or something. It just went down until you had three and the last three were questions you had to ask a question and she'd flip it over and she'd tell you right right so i asked her one time i said you know what do you know all the meanings of these cards or whatever and she goes actually the cards really mean nothing (laughs) (laughs) i figured you were gonna say (laughs) (laughs) she says they all mean something like you could get a book that says, you know, this, you know, the nine of diamonds means this or that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> she says, but she says, really, uh, the cards are an accessory. She says it helps people believe it a little bit more, you know, that there's actually something physical than me just sitting there going, oh, you know, <laughs> this is what's happening for you or, you know, yeah, you, you know, you're going to have a second property or whatever. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, but 
It's like her prop almost, but yeah. 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 And I'm sure, you know, the cards did mean, have some meanings to them and she tied things together with it. Mm -hmm. But, but she says, yeah, she goes, really, I don't need them, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've I've heard that before too, actually reading some, some books from uh, like psychics in the, in the past that, you know, would come out in the, I think the one I read, she was in the fifties and she said the same thing. She used cards and mm-hmm. but they were yeah just really a prop and it was the messages were coming to her but it was just yeah something there to keep her busy too yeah exactly kept her nerves with her too and yeah and that's another point right there right yeah it uh yeah rather than just sitting there and you know going into a state or you know like <laughs> which would just scare yeah your customer yeah. right so yeah it is certainly i never really thought about that but my grandmother was a teacup reader. Right. Yes. And yeah, she would get the uh, the the tea out, and you know, you would you would drink it, and and then she would read the bottom of the cup, and well, well right around really, yeah, yeah. Just a pinch, give a couple swirls or whatever. It was She'd just tell us to leave a little bit in the bottom. Right. And then give it a little swirl, and then uh, hand it to her, and she was amazing too. <laughs> um, and I was very young at the time, so. And I always say this, you know, I just thought everybody's grandma was that way. I never... Right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She was a sweet lady and she would would read those. I don't really recall now and I never wrote things back down back then. My mom always wrote the stuff down, but... uh, But... So I don't know how accurate she was, but uh, again, I hear she was pretty amazing at it. I believe that. Then there was my grandfather who probably didn't believe any of it. (laughs) (laughs) Always. At least I never ever heard him talk about it or, you know, like when she started doing readings or anything like that, he was off into the other room, you know. (laughs) Yeah. It was my um, great grandma that did the same thing, the tea leaf reading. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. They didn't, and there's not much talk about that, so I'm not sure, mm-hmm. you know, what the rest of the family thought. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, and but yeah, there's so many different methods. Oh, um, yeah. uh, you can get into the tarot cards. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know you you've kind of experimented with that yeah. as well. Yeah, I yeah. I've took a little course on them. Not uh, mm-hmm. not saying I'm. I yep. use them yet because I'm not confident by any means, but right. it was another avenue to, to experiment with and grow and learn. And yeah. I've got some Oracle cards and those are, I like those. Those are kind of fun. They've got. I never realized there were so many different kinds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. we had, we had a lady on the podcast that, uh, um, has a show in Laura, um, with, uh, all tarot cards and stuff like that. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she, she was pretty amazing and she, uh, but yeah, she was telling us about the many different kinds of tarot cards and, and basically not to be afraid of them. They're not the devil's cards or, no, you know, no. uh, but again, it's a lot of memorization. There's yeah. so many, what do they call them? Arcanas or something yeah. like that? Or uh, you, yeah. yeah, there's like different suits and everything. And again, there there's messages behind them. and But a lot of the times it's your intuition that goes forth the message, right? Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, there is tons of stuff you can memorize and, and just be the book that, you know, oh, this means this and only tell what the card means, but there's more behind it. Yeah. Even the, the shade of the sky means something and the, yeah. if there's flowers in the background, mountains in the background, it's so fascinating. Yeah. 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 So actually the artwork on, on them means a lot more than just, it doesn't have a single meaning to that card. It could have. Tons, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, this lady, uh, she gave us a deck of uh, tarot cards that was all done by artists in Alora. Oh, wow. And uh, I'll, I'll have you take a look at them sometime. Yeah, there. that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, some really interesting artwork on them. But I never really thought about that too much. I just thought it was a one meaning card that, you know, will cross the board. But Oh, man, there's layers and layers and layers. <laughs> it's like an onion. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's from Shrek, isn't it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're fascinating. And uh, you can study and still constantly be learning more about the cards. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's 
quite an interesting thing. Is there somewhere that you want to go a little further with some of the medium stuff? Do you want to go more into cards? Do you want to... Is there, is there a goal? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I would like to get a little bit more in depth. So I'd like to maybe do a little bit about mediumship and then move into more of the psychic stuff and get maybe some, um, more about maybe what's coming up for people. Um, I still, it's in the back of my mind, uh, doing more drawing with mediumship. Right. Yeah. yeah. Your drawing's amazing. So. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So it kind of, it, it keeps lingering there. Like, Oh, maybe I should, if I just sat down and drew the visitor beforehand, mm -hmm. like that, that's a pretty awesome gift I could give somebody too with their message. Right. Yeah. So oh, I, that's uh, a great idea. It, there's different stuff that you could even go into as far as even uh, crime scene. Or, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, where you just bring your, your sketch pad and just, you know, draw what you're, you're, you're seeing, you know, like. I never thought of that. Yeah. Look at you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, and I know there's been plenty of psychics that we've had on um, that have helped with police officers or have helped, uh, you know, solve some crimes. Mm. And, yeah. Even. Diane Lilly that I talked about earlier that we used to go see, uh, she used to have some officers that uh, used to drop by to see her to uh, to get a brief reading or what she could feel or anything, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, on something that they were trying to solve. You know, it's like she was never the type to go to the scene or anything. It was right. just that the officers would come and say, can you give me a little intuition on this or, you know. Uh, and she says she's helped quite a few that way. So wow, that's impressive. Yeah, and because that's something that you can't prove in court. Nope. <laughs> but it may give that officer a, a lead enough to go and investigate the right person. Right. Or, you know. Yeah. Or going the right avenue. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that could be very helpful. <laughs> it's not something that a probably a police officer would uh, would say. Oh yeah, I use mediums all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's a it's another thing if you got a cold case or something and and you just need to get the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You hit a wall, and if they could say, well, maybe you need to go back to the beginning and look at like what you first were investigating. Mm -hmm. Who knows, right? Yeah. But to give them something to go on instead of just closing the case, that would be. Yeah. So are you like some of the mediums on TV where you'll be in the grocery store and you'll be standing there <laughs> and it's like, uh, and then you're telling the person ahead of you, uh, hey, do you know a Frank or, you know? I haven't jumped that far, but um, anytime we go out for dinner, yeah. We never have dinner alone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It, it's usually I'm having a nice conversation and he's like, my husband's like, oh, you have a visitor? And I'm like, yeah, just give me a minute here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've only said something once um, to a waiter mm -hmm. and it, and I, I didn't want to because <laughs> I right. was nervous. Sure. And, uh, but it was, it was really bugging me and I kept getting the, uh, Spirit was like, you need to tell them, you need to tell them. So I finally said, okay, sorry, I'm going to ask you a question. And, and I asked mm -hmm. the uh, waiter a question. I, and I, it was some, it, I can't remember what the question was, but it was something like, did you lose um, a father figure in your life? And I believe he says, no, my dad's alive. And I said, no, I said a father figure. And like somebody that you would have said, mm -hmm. like, this is like my second dad. And then he's like, oh yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. And yeah. I'm like, and so then I gave him the message and he just kind of looked at me and his face was white. And I'm like, yeah. I need to go now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I did yeah. tell him, like, yeah. you know, I, I, I mean, even I, I just keep getting the same message and yeah. I feel like I have to tell you. So are you okay? And he's just like, um, okay. He, like he, he seemed kind yeah. of confused, but yeah. So I don't want to make a habit of doing that. <laughs> right. So is it something you can almost turn off mm, then? There's sometimes it, well, in that case, I don't feel like I could have got out of that restaurant yeah. without saying something. It was yeah, just, that spirit was very powerful saying you yeah. need to tell him or. Yeah, yeah, it was nattering at me. Yeah. Where other times it, it's been almost like 
they they're um, it, it, they're almost like oh somebody I can talk to <laughs> right and then I get a little bit of conversation but it, it's I haven't had the need to give a message like that time like there was maybe another time that I did but I just I wimped out <laughs> yeah <laughs> I wasn't yeah. comfortable enough so but maybe yeah. in the future yep with building confidence um I might yep. interrupt you in the grocery store <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I think uh when we went to Alora that time uh, to do some investigating with Tony and the gang, yes, that you had mentioned to the waitress there, there was a message for her or something. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what the message was. I don't one, remember but... either. I was no. just, just trying to think of it, but uh, yeah, she was kind of she wanted to believe it, yeah. but she was kind of like, okay. You know. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Yeah. yeah. So that makes it hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. But definitely, yeah. 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 I can remember that that happening. I forgot but. about that one. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just interesting to know whether, you know, it's something that, uh, you know, like you said, you're out with your husband and it's like, he knows right away by the look on your face yeah. probably that, yeah. Apparently I've got this giveaway on my face. <laughs> well, I even know here, that. Even here. Um you know, and, and Dan could see you when you're sitting right across it, you know, and he's just like, oh, you're seeing something. You're going to be, yeah. He calls me out all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and there's got to be times that you, you get messages that it's just like, okay, I'm not going to tell that person that, right? Like, I mean, is there questionable ones that it's just like, okay, I didn't need to know that. They don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've gotten a few times where I write it down and I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I can say this or, yeah. Or if I should say it. Um, and usually I'll, I'll leave it. And, it, um, I find if, um, I start circling it while I'm talking to them, mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, I have to say something. And I don't even notice that I'm circling it. Yeah. But then I look down and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I circled that's it. Important. <laughs> that's yeah. important. Yeah, I need to do. And if I don't touch it and I just move on, I just move on. Yeah. So, so yeah, there, yeah, it's happened. <laughs> yeah. In the most part, though, it's it's positive messaging. It is, and usually when I I say something that I feel like Ugh, I don't want to tell you this, and and I say this, I'm like I'm uncomfortable telling you this, but I need to bring this up because it's coming mm -hmm. to me that you need this brought up and when I do they're they usually oh yeah yeah no I know I know why I'm getting that or you know yeah so it it doesn't surprise them right but it's more surprising to me or yeah or it's just I don't want to say it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly you're you're getting it fresh you know where they might have had an inkling you know yeah uh, it could be infidelity. It could be anything along the line. You know, it is. Absolutely. And you name it. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, to them, they probably sort of had an inkling, but, you know. Yeah. They're probably yeah. going, I wonder if they're going to say something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry to bring this up, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But most of all, uh, messages of love, I would think, is yeah. a strong one. That's the what I ask for the most is when I'm doing a reading, like I yep. said earlier, I ask for messages of healing messages mm -hmm. are, you know, pure and anything that uplifts. Cause we already go through enough negative in this world. That's for sure. Yeah. And they've crossed over. They're in the place where it's, you know, supposed to be all pure love. So why not get just that to make yourself better or feel better or whatever you need to yep. heal and, move on or heal and and feel good you right. know if you can get positive messages yep i'm cool with that <laughs> exactly you know what we've talked a long time oh wow <laughs> we're good at this <laughs> that's right did we want to pull out a card or something or we can absolutely yeah sure yeah. why not yeah let's let's do that i'll okay. let you choose what you need to do there and okay so rachel has pulled out the uh, oracle cards So we're just going to add, get uh, what message you need today. All right. Card. This is the message I need today. Yes. Okay, this is my card. That's your card. Embracing is what Ooh. I need today. 
Yes. Nice artwork in this card. Aren't they beautiful? Yeah. I think that's why I like them so much. They're just gorgeous cards. Yeah. So, embracing. This one, it's uh, floodplains. A floodplain, which is actually what the picture is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a floodplain is a natural occurring phenomenon in which the land adjacent to the river floods out of the banks to the surrounding land during the high water. Land that is normally dry may be underwater for a period of time. When this occurs, silt, sand, and nutrients are deposited. For this reason, floodplains are often an area of great fertile as well as rich ecosystem. They are excellent areas for lush, abundant crops. It is a natural occurrence that allows life in all areas to thrive. So, the sacred landscape wants you to know, sometimes life overflows with emotions which can feel uncomfortable. However, the ensuring result of this discomfort can be of great value, perhaps arising from an unseen or unknown source. You get this card when your emotions are seeming overflowing or not flowing at all. Cherish the overflow of emotions and embrace the times that seem murky, for your inner floodplains are being replenished. Replenished. I can't say Replenished. That. Replenished. <laughs> Tongue tie there. Right. And as a result, there'll be great spiritual and physical expansion. Oh. Ooh. Embrace all your emotions when you do so. Great prophecies and fertilization will flow into your life. Alternatively, if your emotions have been blocked, this is time to explore and experience them. I can uh, relate. Oh, that's good. Yep. That's what I like about Oracle cards. They're just uh, a little more... In that, but it's just a yeah. one card pull. We're not doing anything crazy right here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Rachel, that's, uh, that's the podcast for today. Nice. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was great. Uh, Dan should be back next week. We got some really good uh, guests coming up. We got some awesome guests lined up coming up. Yeah. Celebrity guests. Yes. So. Everybody better be subscribing like crazy because you don't want to miss these ones. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hit that subscribe button. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, we would appreciate uh, you just hitting that subscribe button. We're easy to find if you just Google Phantom Faction Podcast. Night. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.